again, everyone. It's me, Misha or Amea. Depende sa kung kailan at saan niyo ako nakilala. But online, I'm known as Zenti Nicha or Zen for short. As promised, I'm back this week. I am so grateful and happy with how the first pilot intro was received. Kaya it really motivated me and inspired me more to keep doing this podcast. Uh, first things first, I want to thank Jay for my logo and art. It was such short notice, but he pulled through and I absolutely love the logo that we have now. It shows me and it represents exactly what I want to say, which is to find peace or one's journey to finding peace. So thank you, Jay. Also, thank you to his fiance, my lovely best friend, Mika. Belated happy birthday to you, bestie. I love you. And thank you to both of you. Um, next, as you can probably tell from the title, it's going to be a bit of a serious one. And it's going to be pretty emotional. Well, for me, on my part. It can also be a trigger for some people, lalo na um, those who know somebody or is going through or has an idea of what's happening. So, trigger warning, this will be a COVID-related story podcast experience. So, I'd like to request from you, my lovely listener, to please keep an open mind and to bear with me as this might get a lot emotional and a bit longer than our previous episode. With that said, I hope you indulge me as we talk about how I'm finding or have found some peace as I deal with COVID-19 and the pandemic and everything else in between. Okay, uh, I don't think there's an easier way to say this and I've been debating whether or not I should do this episode because there were a lot of factors really that I had to consider but I decided to face it head on so I can finally move past it. As I mentioned, October was my month of healing and readjusting and all about recovery. Recovery in all senses of the word. Because we tested positive for COVID-19. We got exposed and it was really, really scary. Things actually happened so fast that I don't remember most of it. Well, I do, but it was such a blur that I, I don't understand. Just a lot of things were running through my mind. Because for context... We've been in the house for seven months, and in those months that we've been locked in, I rarely left the house. I did everything I could to protect myself and those around me. You can count on two hands how many times I've left the house. I've only left for necessary reasons, and also one time to go to the office. But really, as much as possible, I did not leave. Um, one reason why is because I'm an immunocompromised person. For those who don't know, I have asthma. I am on the voluptuous side. So I really am considered as immunocompromised. 
so with that i was always so cautious so scared about everything and all the things that everyone did at home it came to the point that i was even teased for being so strict i was called a warden of the house because everything that i was opposing i was always questioning i was watching every move because i was that scared but during this ECQ, sobrang I became the parent, and I don't know if it's a generational thing with our parents and our grandparents. Basta to the point that it was funny, but at the same time not. I felt like I was in Freaky Friday. So that was how it was for months. Sa bahay, I was constantly angry, anxious, afraid, and it also didn't help. That I was stressing over the littlest things on top of work, on top of tutoring my youngest sister with her lessons. Now, I don't, I barely remember because they were like, what, 15 years ago? Feeling ako yung nag-aaral. And also, syempre, the cabin fever, being stuck at home, even if you are an introvert, will really take its toll on you sometimes. So, I was so stressed out. I was stress eating more. I was sleeping less. I got bad insomnia and bad headaches. And every time there was conflict sa bahay, it would get really, really bad. And my blood pressure would spike. So, it was really, really difficult the past few months. Then, things got so much worse around late july to august when i got into a really huge fight over again the going outs and i was so strict i would be the last to know that's when it really started for me the dark days when i would get so emotional and my mental and psychological health they were just crushed i'd randomly burst into tears during work meetings um, sometimes I just get into fits of rage even. Uh, the smallest things I would get so angry about, like someone said something in a different tone. I got so angry all the time and it got so bad. One of the worst moments I think during that time was I woke up in the middle of the night shaking and sobbing as in ugly crying, yung, yung bawling my eyes out, just couldn't breathe properly because I didn't know what to do anymore. It was just scary and some days I would cry myself to sleep. That was how bad it got. And it was also during this time that I had to juggle work. I had to juggle working from home and I know most people are doing the same, like studying or working from home. I mean, everybody has their own nightmare stories about their line of work. But, iba yung mental gymnastics that most people in the industry have to go through. Lalo na when you're trying to be creative, trying to come up with new campaigns and ideas on a regular basis, getting new business and keeping your business. Kasi, everything is basically this me the burning room meme with a dog. In this economy, everything is that mean. So, iba siya eh. I I can't explain it. Maybe in the future episodes, let's talk about my line of work. But it was that bad. And 
it also didn't help that I was also taking care of my sisters, lalo na yung youngest sister ko, where uh, with this pandemic, with the fights going on at home, I was constantly trying to reassure them and talk to them and of course uh, calm them, inform them everything was gonna be okay, trying to be the big sister that I am. And siyempre, there's only so much that you can do to explain, to listen to them, to do what you can, lalo na with the situation. Sorry. Um, it's pretty heavy stuff. Going back and looking at it, uh, recounting these things makes me realize that I'm not yet 100% okay. But that's fine. That's okay. It's not a linear journey. Anyway, before we go further into the story, I just want to make it clear that we all have different situations and different experiences. This may just be one example, but it's a reality that we won't always be on the same page with people we're with, kahit sa bahay, sa work, whatever. And we can't really put the blame on any person specifically because we're just trying to cope. We're all just trying to make do, and that's already pretty tough, so we need to go easier on each other. Yun. Anyway, back to the story. Um, it was after August that really, on a different level, things went south. Again, something happened, tapos I was the last to know, and that triggered something in me that I ended up not feeling well, and I had to go to the hospital. And then from there, I found out that my stress coping mechanisms affected me greatly, as in, in terms of my health. So, as an immunocompromised person as it is, knowing that I was getting even more sick or that my health was deteriorating because of what's happening, got me even more scared because if I were to get the virus, I was sure I wouldn't make it or that's what I was thinking because of all the news and everything so I was I was at a loss for words basically I was constantly in fear but then at the back of my mind I was also thinking I rarely leave the house I don't think that's going to be a problem because and I don't put myself in situations where I get exposed but boy was I wrong? Sabi nga ni Bailey Sarian, nay nay, I was wrong. Because that small trip to the doctor changed my whole September. Basically, I knew there was something wrong. I had an inkling. Kasi, I started, I think I started feeling symptoms. But again, I wasn't sure. Kasi nga, I don't leave the house. And that was just the one-time thing. And in all honesty, I thought I was doing all the right things. I had a portable air purifier. I was always wearing a mask. I was always wearing my face shield. I was doing all the protocols. I was thinking, baka naman mind over matter to. I was only manifesting these things because I was thinking I had it. I was psyching myself out so even before i got the test result or before i got swabbed i was already in isolation it was a few days later i found out that we tested positive and that just broke me i it felt like 
September felt like an out-of-body experience. Because from that trip to the testing to the quarantine, I was constantly in fear. I was constantly having panic attacks. I couldn't sleep because I was scared I wouldn't wake up. I was paranoid. I was anxious. But it all felt so surreal. Like, why was this happening? I kept asking, bakit ako? Why me? I don't leave the house. I do everything right. I was super cautious. So why? And most importantly, I was scared senseless for my family, for the people I live with. Because I, yes, I'm immunocompromised, but I'm determined to fight. I was really just scared for them. So what happens then if they were to get it? But na lang they didn't. And they were safe. And that really took a big weight off my chest. So during my three-week isolation, I had more than enough time to reflect on everything that happened. And I had time to actually think about what mattered most to me. Because I was put in a situation where I had to face all of my demons head on. The virus, the fear, the panic attacks, everything that I was feeling and going through. I had to face them all on my own. Because I had no one to talk to. I didn't want to let people know, lalo na noon, about what was happening. Because ako mismo, I admit that to me, getting sick, testing positive, it was such a bad thing na I was scared people would look at me differently and that they'd pity me or be scared, lalo na, be scared of me. When more than anything, I was scared of myself, for myself. Once we got everyone tested, and thankfully, none of them were high risk. Um, the most important people were safe. Ayun na nga, it, it lifted a large weight off my shoulders. And I found greater solace in my close friends. The people I did trust. The people I did tell. I found support from them because they didn't judge me. They were genuinely worried for me. They were asking me how I was. They were keeping me company. And that helped me so much. That helped me cope and keep myself distracted. And I'll take this time to say that if you're one of those people that I told, and if you're listening, I hope you know you're one of the reasons why I feel so much better now. Because you helped me get through it. And I will be forever grateful for you and your company and i always keep you in my prayers okay ayun yun lang i love you all um now aside from just focusing on getting better and fighting off the virus ano ba yung mga natutunan ko what were my key takeaways one is to prioritize yourself two is ask for help Three, focus on what matters. And four, let go of things that disrupt your peace. 
First, prioritize yourself. Work and school can wait. Whether or not may sakit ka, it's extremely important that you prioritize yourself. It's sad that it took me this incident to realize na it's okay to put the brakes on things. I thought that continuing to work, I'd be distracting myself and it would keep my thoughts at bay from the fact that I was sick, but instead it didn't help. It was counterproductive. It made me worry more because I felt like I was letting my team down, that I was constantly worrying them. It also made me worry that I wasn't working as well as I should be or well enough because I was always parang second-guessing myself. Na, is this the right thing? I should be working, but I'm sick. I'm sick, so I need to work to not think. It was a vicious cycle. And like the Netflix show says, it's okay to not be okay. It's okay for you to take time off, to focus on yourself, to prioritize your yourself and your health. So that's the first that I learned. The second is that you can ask for help. Because when you do, you're not showing weakness. Instead, it's a sign of strength. Not everybody can admit when they need help. And it takes a lot of courage to show vulnerability. To say na hindi mo na kaya or that you've reached a certain point where you need to tap out, it's perfectly fine. Because it just means na you're trying. You were working on it. You were doing what you could. It's just, it's not enough. And that's okay. You don't need to carry all the weight to take on all the problems by yourself. Whether emotional or otherwise. If you need someone to listen, okay lang. As someone who's been carrying so much weight since the ECQ began, I thought I needed to deal with everything by myself. Na, hindi kaya ko to, or gagawin ko to, or gagawin ko ng paraan. When in fact, it's during these times when you need to accept help from others that you find more strength. Because there are people who are just waiting, who are more than willing to help you. And more often than not, they're just waiting for you to ask. Like for me, I truly want to take this time to say that I'm so grateful for my relatives who helped support us and take care of us, who showed their support for me and my family. Because without them, we wouldn't have gotten through it. Sobrang thankful ko sa mga pinsan, sa mga tita, tito, who provided us with the help that we needed. When we needed medicine, alcohol, anything, they were there. They were just a text away and I'm so grateful to them. Thank you so much. Um, it gave me so much peace knowing that there are people who wholeheartedly give without a second thought. And then third is focus on what matters. During my isolation, I was able to reassess my priorities and to figure out what was important to me. I constantly thought about my sisters, my lola, my mom. 
they were the reasons why I was so strict and because I knew they were safe I could focus on recovering I could focus on me it was also during these three weeks leading up to my birthday people would ask me what did I want for my birthday and all I could think about was I wanted to celebrate with my family I just wanted to be around them to see them not through the screen or through the the door but to be with them parang enough na yon na birthday gift for me and it motivated me to do everything I could to get better kahit na it was to eat more vegetables those who know me know I don't like eating vegetables or drinking salabat like a whole thermos of salabat which I hate uh, but it got me through they got me through and it made me think na if this is what I had to do to get better I would so it really gave me focus it helped me focus on what mattered lastly and probably the most important let go of things that disrupt your peace don't sweat everything and just let bygones be bygones you grow from the experience go through it but don't harbor the negative feelings ako i admit i held on to so much anger and resentment and fear that i couldn't see beyond the actions people were doing at home and that did not help me at all that did not do any good to me or to our relationships there was no use blaming other people for things i knew i had no control over so i just did what i could i adjusted i did what i had to do i changed what i could change and i chose how i would react to things kasi once you do that you could let go of everything else it says more about other people more than you when you choose to uh, find the positives or to change how you will respond or react and it takes so much effort but it really pays off so again what were my key takeaways one is to prioritize yourself two is ask for help three focus on what matters and four let go of things that disrupt your peace looking back now i had been trying to make sense of everything so much kahit na nothing made sense and again iba-iba tayo ng ways of coping it's still a struggle now but we're getting there my family and I, we've all recovered. We're all okay. We're back to normal. Um, di na kami contagious. We don't carry it anymore. So, wala nang worry. And it's been two months since since it happened. But I always need to remind myself na I was lucky. That we were lucky. Because not everybody has the same COVID experience. But nonetheless, it's scary. We didn't need to go to the hospital, but just the same, we were scared because we don't know what this would do to our bodies or 
who else it could affect or how else it would affect ourselves. Nakakatakot. Up until now, I worry na every time I feel a cough coming, even if nasamid lang ako, or the smallest sniffle ng kapatid ko or kahit sino, or the smallest feeling of itchiness, makes me panic. Because I still worry. I think that no matter how much assurance I have or I get, na okay na kami, that we're clear, that we've recovered, hindi na siya mawawala. Because I think I'm always putting others at risk. Or that people around me, even if they don't say it, or they say it's okay, that they're still scared of me. And that hurts. I admit, masakit. It's not easy to always have these thoughts. But that's why I always try to remind myself that it's okay. I take a deep breath and I keep myself grounded with these things that I've learned. And I always say na these thoughts, they may come and go once in a while, but I shouldn't dwell on them. Instead, I acknowledge them. I acknowledge the fear, the worry, the anxiety. And then afterwards, I reassure myself and others na I got this. Okay lang. Okay na. I've survived. And that alone helps me regain the peace that I've tried so hard to find. I'm sorry if today's episode is a bit heavy. I know our goal is to be zen, pero like I said, I think these are things that should be confronted instead of shied away from for people to truly move on, to move forward. And I'm happy to report na yes, I am okay. I'm able to talk about it now. We're okay. We're almost back to normal. And that things are better now. I'm also proud of myself for overcoming this and the past three roller coaster months na hindi ko alam paano but I got through it and I'm so proud. This is my pat on the back for myself. And I hope somebody who feels the same way is out there listening. And if you are, I want you to know na you'll get through it. You aren't alone and you have people who love you, who will support you, who will help you get through it. Okay, I'm bigat. Hopefully, the next few episodes won't be as heavy. I'm excited, though, to share with you the next few episodes. I'm excited for you all to hear it. Every Saturday, I will be posting in the next coming weeks. And again, I just want to thank everyone who supports me and this podcast. And will be taking this ride with me as I find myself and my peace. Follow me on Instagram at findingzen.ph and 
follow nyo na rin yung personal ko at Zanti Naicha. Kung gusto nyo lang. And message me. We can talk. Let me know your thoughts. If you have experiences or can relate, let's talk it out. My inbox is open. And don't forget to follow the podcast, which is now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Anchor, and I think a few more. The link to these platforms will be on my Instagram bio. And that's it for today. I hope sana, kahit papano, you enjoyed. Para na rin akong chumichika sa inyo, giving you an update. And I hope to see you next Saturday for our next episode on self-love. This has been Zanti Naicha and thank you for listening. Until next week, Zen.